This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I'm back here with our founder, Rocky Fleming. Welcome, Rocky. Thank you, Brian. And uh, I think the last time we had a podcast, it was from the stage in Bakersfield oh, uh, before yeah. Christmas. So yeah. uh, so Happy New Year to you. Thank you. It yeah. was a good time down there, wasn't it? It was. It was. We're still reflecting on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, it was just a beautiful time, actually. And beautiful people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God just did a lot of great things of just encouraging the people. I didn't realize you, it had been quite a few years since you'd been yeah. because of COVID. And it was since a, a mayor's prayer breakfast there that I, I spoke at. And, yeah. Which was January of 2020 before uh, everybody COVID. got yeah. shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize it had been that long. You yeah. Know? So planning to go back, though, looking forward to it, spend some, some you know, extra time there mm-hmm. in May. And uh, oftentimes when I'm there, it's pretty pretty fast, you know, fast and furious. And and I'd like to get into a, a better pace to enjoy everybody and mm-hmm. spend a little extra time so we can do that. Well, you know, it should be noted the Fan the Flame Tour is not over yet, right? Oh, no, that, it got, kind of got cut short. Yeah. Uh, yep. So now you got to pick back we'll up. We'll be taking you're... it west. Uh-huh, taking the RV west. That's good. That'll be fun. I'm sure everyone will look forward to that. And there's places along the way, too, you can stop. So. Well, probably on the way back. Okay. You know, right now, getting out there will be the first thing, just hard driving. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully kind of relax a little bit coming back and see some places like Zion Park. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. And that would be something kind of big on the hit list. But yeah, we'll just see. I've been trying to encourage you to actually enjoy <laughs> yeah. the journey instead of pushing yourself know, so hard. I you know, know you're I such know. a driven guy. Well, I am uh, called, I guess, purposeful, <laughs> but I, I always said that I, I couldn't justify that unless I could do the ministry right. with it. Right. But it, but I do need to justify it by just enjoying my wife a little yeah. bit more. Uh-huh. So we're going to do that. And not killing yourself so you're around well, longer. And, right. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I want to get out there and camp for a while, just say stay there, you know, uh-huh. and not be traveling so much. Because getting on the road, you just have to get going. I mean, yeah. You can't get somewhere unless you're driving. Yeah. You have to be pushing, you know, do that. And then when you get there and you're speaking and everything else, then unless you have some downtime, it just eats you up. Yeah. And I haven't had any downtime so far. Yeah. And this will be this will be able to get into more of a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. We're looking forward to being our friends out there. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, um, it's a new year, so we're we've been thinking about what does God have in store for for us personally and also yeah. this ministry in this twenty twenty four year. And um there's a big thing on the horizon for us, which is yeah. is our national summit, which actually we're calling it an international summit because we, we think there's going to be 30 participants from other countries coming to this for the first time ever. Right. You know, we've had a couple people, but never had like 30 people coming. So. And these are journey brothers, too. Yeah, people who have gone through the journey. Gone through the journey or gone through it or leading it, and they represent uh, an expansion of the ministry into their countries mm-hmm. uh, everywhere from— Rwanda to, you know, other parts of Africa and then Central America and South America mm-hmm. as an example. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the Spanish part of our curriculum and all that is all getting done now. And I think it's going to be a big explosion, even more than it already has mm-hmm. been. You know, they've been using it, but uh, we, we just got it retranslated to be even better. Right. And we're going to be printing all that for We're hoping for a U.S. explosion of Spanish. Well, we really are because there's so many uh, migrants that have come in here into this country. And this is an opportunity for us to love them into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, yeah, the, the need is great there. We want, we want to help even equip churches that that primary, their primary language is, is Spanish to use the curriculum and show them how to do it and, you know, undergird them, assist, assist them in making disciples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We feel like it's a, you know, it's, it's a great kingdom expression that we've been invited to. We want to be a part of it. That's right. That's right. Well, I, and, I, and I want to talk a little bit about the summit today. I, mean, sure. I want us to kind of share our hearts with our listeners. And, and, and I want to take us back a little bit. I'll, I'll re- remind you even of uh, when I first got involved in this ministry, I was I was a volunteer. I was living in Tulsa, right. which is only two hours away. So I was trying to help you with different things and just kind that's of right. however I could help. You were them. cheap labor. Cheap labor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I remember... Um, you got a phone call from Pete, and and Pete had done, did a lot of retreats and stuff out in in California, mm. and he had a date reserved at this place called Sarah Retreat Center in Malibu, right. which is a Catholic monastery, and they they allow groups to come in and, and use their facility. It's up kind of on a mountain overlooking Malibu. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. Very simple quarters and all mm. that and all that, but uh, but I think if if I remember the story right, Pete called you and said. Uh, we got this date and we're not going to be able to use it. Would you want to do something for influencers? And uh, we decided to to pull some of our leaders together and kind of have a, a summit of sorts. You know, it was the very first summit. Right. And uh, it was all kind of short notice. We, could, we couldn't even get Sam Parsons to do our music because he was on vacation or whatever. So I think we, had, we played YouTube music praise videos. Yeah. It, was, it was that that sad, you know. It but, was, uh, was sad. That part was sad. <laughs> but, but, but gathering the leaders together was really awesome. There was something about hearing, just hearing back to your analogy that, that, I, that I quote often about the parade. There's a parade going on and there's different yeah. views of the parade. And for everyone to share their view of the parade and what God was doing in this ministry, and this was early in the ministry, uh, but, but Bakersfield had started to come on board. Tulsa was just coming on board and Orange County and here, Northwest Arkansas. And I remember it being a really, really a neat experience. Do you remember that? Oh, of course I do. And uh, that was the second time that I went there, by the way. The first time I was invited to speak at a, uh, media, a retreat that Pete and his people had. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that first time was them. Second time was just us. And it was a early fledgling um, uh, gatherings that we did at that time, just trying to pull people together. And see, ask the question, where are you leading this guy? We, we don't know. I mean, we think we do, but we don't. We don't have a grand design here, mm-hmm. and that's that's the way it's been. Actually, we, we're always feeling that God is bringing the right people to lead this ministry, mm-hmm. and the question is, can we basically tee it up for people like that to be a part of the leadership of this ministry? Mm-hmm. And as you know, I've I have never separated the call from vocation uh, or non-vocational or avocation. Yeah. Or by vocational. I mean, I, those things are not—they're not in my thinking. And the reason why is because I was a call called a ministry when I was a businessman, and and I had a clear understanding of a, a 
seeing the tent making ministry for me as the way it funded my ministry. And then, of course, I grew from that as God took me with, you know, this this message message about enemies with Christ, and then the formation of influencers. And I think all those years before that, I was prepared. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been that way with our staff is that they, all of you guys have been prepared ahead of time. You're all involved with the ministry before you ever came into this ministry. Mm-hmm. You're all leading journey groups and doing so in an organizational fashion that would say in your regions you were leading. Mm-hmm. But you were not vocational. You weren't being paid for it. Right. And that's the best kind. <laughs> you know, the best kind who really have the heart for it. And they see that God provides their needs. And I did it for years without any kind of pay. And I still don't, you know, see I get paid. Uh, I have some necessary funding for our life, but I'd do it for nothing. Yeah. Don't tell the board that, but I would, <laughs> I would do it. I did anyway. Well, and I think all our guides out there are key leaders in this ministry, and, and none of them are paid. You know, they just do it out of their, out of their passion Wanna and make their love. It. Yeah, yeah. It's one I'm making. Yeah. Well, we, you know, so this Malibu thing was so cool that we decided to book it for the next year and the next year. I think we did it like five or six years in a row. Yeah. And it became this thing that everybody was talking about. Hey, are you going to Malibu? And and we only had 120 spots maximum. That's I think max, it's yeah. a small place. And so it was kind of an elite thing to be on the list, right, to, to get to go. So Pretty there was much, a yeah. high demand, you know. Yeah. Um, and, of course, a lot of guys will talk about their experiences at Malibu, and, and, and a lot of people talk about Les Piercy. We, we charged him to give us a, a live it out adventure or exercise at every one of those things, and he came up with some real creative ideas to get us out out of our comfort zone, mm-hmm. feeding the homeless or free hugs today. And yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. <laughs> yeah, and we did it at Venice Beach. I don't know if any of our guys would want to be going there right now because of the. Drug problems that's in Venice Beach. Oh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. tough. There. Yeah, there were some rough. Even though it was Malibu, there were some pretty rough areas nearby. But, Real rough areas. But but you know, after after doing it so many years, I think we thought, what what if we brought it back in the central part of the United States, kind of back where this all was birthed, mm-hmm. and and uh, we thought, would it be the same? Would it be a special? you know, as Malibu. And we found a place here in the Ozarks that was amazing. Shepherd of the Ozarks, right. Soto, as it Soto. was called. And and it was bigger, so we could we could have 300 guys. Yeah, and, and it became known as Soto. It was Soto, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? We found it was just as special. So it's not the venue. It's getting a bunch of people who are abiding with Christ and love the Lord all in one place. Yeah. It's like a, taking a bunch of embers and putting them all together and a fire comes out. It becomes a catalyst in people's lives, and we've seen, we've seen, we have a lot of stories on that. I mean, we've seen people come to know Christ. We've seen people ask to be baptized. We've seen them do that. Mm-hmm. We've seen recommitments. We've seen songs written. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen people come into the ministry or go into the ministry. I mean, we have seen so many things that's. That create that this created in in these times alone, it's a catalyst in many ways for change, but it's also a place of refuge, a place of coming together for mutual encouragement. And in this day and time, uh, we need encouragement. Mm-hmm. Actually, we need courage. 
in this day and time. Yes. And encourage means to instill courage. Yes. So when we gather, we instill courage. That's right. Courage for what? Courage to be the men of God that we want to be deep down. Mm -hmm. And we show people how that's done, how to be in proximity with Christ, because that's where the transformation occurs and go there together because that's where the accountability comes from for us to do it. That's right. That's right. It's a good thing for us. I've never known a bad one. I've always kind of thought of, you know, I've thought of it like all these guys are out on the on the battlefield. Like if, if this to use kind of like a military analogy, everyone's out there doing their discipleship groups in the trenches, in the battles of life. And there's a time when the battles need to the, the soldiers need to come off the battlefield for refreshment, mm-hmm. for encouragement, for to bind the wounds up and and then to be sent back out on the battlefield. And I kind of feel like that's what our summits are. Oh, yeah. That's been our mission all along. Yeah. Um, we call them retreats, but I think would be best to say refresh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, is to re- and, and, and then in that, what do we do? We remind them who they are. Mm-hmm. We remind them who we serve. We remind them of the sovereignty and power of God. Yes. And when we get in the world out there, we forget a lot of those things. We lose our identity. We lose our fellowship. We lose our strength. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people come back not only to be refreshed, but in, in many ways to find something they never knew. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So our last one was a couple of years ago, and it was uh, here near Tulsa, and, and it could only hold about 125 at the, the way we were booking yeah. it and everything. And, and so we decided to kind of pause it for a little bit, and now we're feeling led to do this one this spring, in April 4th through 7th, at a venue that could hold 400 men. Um, and we always go away as a board and pray about what's the theme need to be or what what do you want to say to us, Lord? What do you want to say to your men? And uh, this year we came up with the theme, Come to Me. And of course, that's based on Matthew 11, 28. Let me, let me read this, 28 and 29, really, or even 30. Come to me, Jesus says, all you la- who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so it's, it, was, it was really like picturing Jesus with his arms held out wide saying, yeah. sons, come, come to me. Yeah. Let's come and let's, let's get refreshed. Let's talk about what's going yeah. on. Let's talk yeah. about your hurts. Let's talk about where you're struggling. Let's, let's, let's celebrate some of the things that are good that have happened, you know. Let me show you. Let me show you some new things you're not seeing, you know. And and it takes getting away and getting quiet and and getting in an environment like this sometimes yeah. for for us to see these kind of things. And you know, Brian, sometimes we don't get that message unless we do get away. Yeah. But it's not to be just there. Right. It's to be wherever we are. I mean, this past week, I found myself in a place where I felt like the Lord was said it like this, just come to me. <laughs> come on, you've been, you've been striving with this stuff too long. Yeah. Just come with me. Yeah. Come on, come here and let me love on you. Yeah. Come here, let me refresh you. Come, come let me walk you how to get through this. Just come to me. Mm-hmm. Now, that, to me, that meant that he was calling me into that intimate, abiding, deeper relationship that I have. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, it's delicate. I mean, that's a delicate place with him. We have to always respect the fact that we can step out of that shadow pretty quick mm-hmm. if we if we're not careful. 
Well, and I think I think people, if you've never been to one of our summits, if you've been, then you totally get it immediately. You, well, you know what we're talking about right now. But if you've never been to one, it's interesting because people think it's a business conference, mm-hmm. or we're gonna we're gonna be teaching them how to do journey groups, or it's gonna be training, or so I think we need to help them understand the environment that we try to put forth and set up. And we, we do a little bit of, we do planning, of course, but I think there's a lot of room for the Holy Spirit to move and, and do what he's going to do. But don't you think we need to tell them a little bit about well, yeah. what to and, expect? And and the thing about it is that in many ways, we don't know what to expect. That's true. That's true. <laughs> because we are so Holy, Holy Spirit dependent. You know, we made a, a decision uh, a good while back about, the, the rhythm of this conference, mm-hmm. uh, this getting together, that we wanted it to be interactive. We wanted it to be refreshing. We wanted it to be vertically oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, we have never brought in any high-level uh, speakers. Right. And, and some people would say, well, you've got to have a big speaker to gather people around that person. Well, if, if our people are coming together around a speaker, that's not the people we want. Right. That's right. We want to gather around the cross. Uh-huh. That's right. We want to gather around the resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. And we want the people that become his spokesman to recognize that they're there for a purpose, and that is to lift people's souls. Yeah. And we do that with authenticity, not with persuasive words, not with jokes, mm-hmm. a lot of the other things that people use to entertain. Uh, it's authenticity. And, and true life experience. Mm-hmm. And we find that when people walk away, they, they walk away with something that's not akin to motivation. It's more akin to inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, you know, we're, you know, we always have a theme and we have the overall theme come to me, but then we have talks, just about five or six talks. And it's from just from fellow influencers, you know, people on staff or board members or just whoever we feel led needs to be on that stage. Um, and they do good. They always do great. They and they're just sharing their hearts about yeah. what they're seeing, you know, and and some of their personal testimony of what's going on. Um, and we always have breakout groups, and uh, the breakout groups, but we always it, from the beginning we mix them up with people from different regions. So people are meeting brand new people they've never met yeah. before, and and that's this cross pollination that we've always right. seen is very valuable. Learning ideas from each other, and you know, seeing how people are seeing things from in other areas, and getting ideas, and and just finding some new brothers. Those, those little uh, those breakout groups become like mini journey groups for the weekend. Yeah, and they're together often throughout the weekend, which is is pretty cool. Um, we uh, you know we do use opportunity to kind of help educate people on what we're seeing, things that are hap- how God's moving in the ministry and, and uh, kind of to, equipping them. Equipping, yeah. So we'll have some different equipping seminars on different things that people want to know more about and mm-hmm. dig in deeper right. on on the, the tactical part of the ministry, how to right. how to lead journey groups, how to lead regions, how to what's going on with the local church. Um, we'll probably bring them up to speed on our movie uh, activity, which will be, you know, we're right in the thick of, you know, especially in April, by April. Um so, so all those things are, are good. Um, yeah. One thing that we always do is we allow extended time between them and Papa. You know, we always yeah. have a lot of prayer um, and time for them to go and be alone with God. And those, th- that's where a lot of these things that where God's calling people to ministry or whatever. Writing, writing le- um, uh, songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of creative expressions come out of that. Yeah. Um, we always have great praise and worship. We always want to praise God together. When you get... 
when you get 400 men who are abiding in Christ together, praising God together, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, uh, so that that's powerful. So, anything else I'm not thinking of that? Well, it, it, we don't try to drive it uh, to be busy, busy, busy. Right. You know, we want a rhythm. Mm-hmm. We want to have it a, a nice, enjoyable, relaxing rhythm where people are enjoying each other, mm-hmm. enjoying their time there, and enjoying their alone time. Mm-hmm. And the food's been good too. Yeah, we have good food, sure. Uh, and um, and I think there's a lot of laughs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of laughter. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a. I, I always make note of the men on the on the first night, just in the praise and worship, even, and just just their just their posture. And you can just tell that people are a little tight. They're a little kind tired. Of, they're, they're tired. They're trying to kind of get into it. They're trying to unpack everything, you know, or forget about all the world behind they left behind yeah. and all the obligations and responsibilities. And by the time, you know, it's not long till maybe two sessions in, you just start seeing a lightness starting to, like the burdens lifting, mm-hmm. just like we talked about Matthew eleven twenty eight. Yeah. The, the burdens start lifting. I'm glad that I finally got off the first night speaking team. I don't have to look at so many sleepy guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we always like to to hear from Papa Rock, so we always get you on stage. I'll at, get there at some, some point. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, we, we're working out all the programming agendas, but I did want to share. Uh, just people kind of like to know. Uh, we always have we have gathering times. This this particular venue is it's New Life Ranch uh, Frontier Cove, and it's one of their locations, and, and it has a really really nice auditorium um, with a nice stage and sound system and all that that we're going to do our big gatherings in. Um, but, but the opening talk will be come to me, you know, and fitting with the theme. Um, another talk is going to be abide with me. Um, another talk is going to be make disciples with me. Another one's going to be watch with me. And that one might be yours, Rocky. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, another one's going to be die with me. And I think the last one's going to be live for me as we send them off on Sunday morning. So, uh, so anyway, it, it, it'll be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what God does. And, and we're really excited. We're doing, we're right in the planning stages right now. I've got a great planning team from people from all over the country. You know, it's not just being planned from here, but we've got different regional yeah. people helping us plan this thing. And so, so I guess we're just putting the word out to you all out there. You, any man listening out there, Pray about coming and joining us. See if see if God's saying to you, "Come to me." Uh, in, in the context of this this summit, and uh, we uh, we got plenty of openings right now, but we we imagine it's going to fill up pretty quick. Yeah, you know, Brian, it's interesting that all the titles that you have there is uh, an invitation. Yeah, from Christ, it is, and and that is going to be the central focus. It's going to be about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when when you come, if those that are listening, if you come, when you come, you will find that we are going to purposely drive this thing toward worship of our King and hearing Him and letting Him make His way into our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that is our prayer. And, I, and I've seen personally that whenever we have prayed that, He has done it. And I think the reason why is it's something that He wants to do. I think it's. I think he's formed this ministry around that, and we see that that's what we do. Is we just try to get to people to get to him, yeah. to abide in him. Yeah, and I and I would say that I I think we always would love our our leaders, anyone who's in any kind of leadership, including just a guy guiding a journey group's leadership, uh, all the way to our staff and our, our definitely our regional board members and all that. 
we feel like we would love to have them there. They feel like they need to be there. Um, but I think it's open to any, any man, oh, yeah. any man who's part of this ministry that, that feels like they'd like to come. And so there, there's sometimes there's people who show up who've never even been through the journey. Yeah, and I think it's a good opportunity to invite some people like that mm-hmm. uh, who, you know, honestly, if you got a few people in your life who, you know, are, are having some real difficulties or searching or wanting to have some answers, bring them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a good place for them to have some discoveries. Yeah. We welcome these seekers. We want them here. Yeah, that's the, the it's nice to be at a larger venue because you can do that. You can kind open of hide out too. Yeah, yeah. 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 If nobody see you. <laughs> well, that's where the breakout groups help help yeah. nobody get lost in the shuffle that's there. Right. Um because uh you'll you'll have a group of guys checking on you and looking out for you and all that. So uh yeah, and every one of our breakout groups will have a a, a facilitator who's like a journey leader who's gonna be like a shepherd for those Right. Those guys, and then, and each group will have a prayer leader, who's a we we called them prayer medics one year, kind of like the guys that that do triage. That if yeah. they see a man down, they're the first ones there to. Didn't you have red crosses on those guys? Yeah, they had little armbands <laughs> with red cross. Boy, you talking about cheesy? Yeah, that was cheesy. It was cheesy, but it was memorable. Did you come up with that? I think I did. <laughs> Everybody remembers it though. So that was good. Yeah, and we, and we, we called the uh, the table group leader Sherpas that year. Sherpas. It was a mountain climbing theme, you know. So it was it was memorable. Getting on down the road. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, Lord willing, if we have four hundred men, we'll have we'll have forty breakout groups. You know, ten ten people in each group. So, yeah. uh, but everybody talks about how special the breakout groups are. Yeah. And uh, I know guys that still keep in touch with people from their breakout groups from Malibu, the days of Malibu. They still talk to them and, mm-hmm. and interact and all that. So that, that's a cool thing. Actually, we try to tie the breakout groups and the Q&A around the previous uh, talk. Yes, yes. They'll, yeah. they'll unpack what was said together. You know? And therefore, it's expanded learning, mm-hmm. expanded applications, expanded interaction. Yeah. So it becomes a, a real good tool or a useful communication device to be able to take that that's been spoken to them and say, okay, what's that really mean? How does that how does it speak to your heart? How does yeah. it speak? How does it change you? That's right. That's right. And I do want to say a word to the women who might listen to our podcast, which there are we have women in our listening audience. Um, first of all, if you're a woman and you have a husband, uh, Tell them to come to the summit so you can urge your, your husband to go to the summit. That's the first thing. Yeah. Second of all, there's a leadership team of women that are praying and planning about doing a women's summit, another right. women's summit, you know, probably maybe next year, maybe right. this year, maybe early right. next year. Right. So that's we want works. that, you know, as a ministry, we want that. And we are actually we're fanning that flame for those those women who are leaders who come to us and say that, that we want to do something we what can we do? We 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 really are behind that 100. Mm-hmm. percent And uh, and I would say that the women should be really praying about this thing uh, because I think it would be a, a necessary uh, complement to what we're doing in the other areas. And I will tell you this: uh, places like uh, Bakersfield, they got as many women's uh, journey groups going on as they do the men now. Yeah, yeah, it's really growing. I mean, it's growing like crazy, and it's dynamic. Yeah. And Memphis has got a great presence. It's happening here. I mean, it's happening in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So we, we we really want that to, you know, to get roots and go. 
We've we've asked Roberta Hoppy out of Memphis to to lead the summit effort for the women. So uh, so if you're a woman listening and you want to be part of it in any way, just you you can contact me through the the website and I'll get you in contact in connection with uh, Roberta. So so I just want to make a comment on sure. that. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, so April fourth through seventh. So it's just a few months off. So ask everybody to be pray about joining and coming to that. Um, it's uh, three hundred dollars if you if you book it. By the end of this month, uh, you can get an early bird discount. It's two seventy five. So that's your meals, accommodations, and everything. So uh, we do have some scholarships available. If anybody's in a in a season where they just need some help on that, mm-hmm. let us know about that as well. So I haven't been to this place, but is it true that it's kind of like a western town? Yeah, there was a church in Tulsa, a church on the move, that built this place, and they built it like a western town, and and they wanted to use it. It was like a movie set but also used for kids camps in the, in the summer and stuff. So it's a really neat place. And they used to do it. They used to have a real steam train out there and would do a Christmas train every Christmas and all that. So it's really a unique facility, but it's very nice. The accommodations are actually really nice and clean and good bathrooms and good food and all that. So I'm, I'm actually going to go in a few weeks and uh, film some shots of it so that we can share people so they can see what it looks like and yeah, everything like that. Right. So, uh, but we'll uh, so we'll do a few promotional videos. Maybe you and I can have a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, good. be the promotion. <laughs> there you go. See, we, but we do it in slow motion, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be. I think it'll, it's going to be special. So, uh, and you know, and we're 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 thinking about our next one. That some of our staff have said, could we rotate the location? You know, every few years, you know, so we're thinking about kind of like the Olympics does, you know, yeah. there's a good chance we might do our next one out in California, somewhere out in California in 2026. So, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're praying about all that. So, all right. Well, anyway, any, any last words for everybody? I, I know that you would encourage people to come. Um, oh, yeah. And pray for it. Pray, pray for it. If you can't come, would you pray for it? Yeah, that's right. And uh, especially women, if you would pray for it for the men, because mm-hmm. we, we covet your prayer so much. Uh, pray for this uh, ministry's leaders because this type thing doesn't ha- you know happen easily. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of moving parts, but it's a it's a privilege to be a part of it. Yeah, and so I would just say keep praying for us and undergirding us uh, with those prayers and uh, encouraging our staff out there because they they're they're putting in some long hours and doing a great job for us. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Well, uh, if you're interested in going, go to our website, of course, influencers.org. You can find information there and you can register. You can actually register for $100 just to hold your spot. So I um, encourage everybody to, to, to register early, not later, so that we can kind of helps us in our planning and all that. So and, and more information about that on the website. So. Uh, again, we're just uh, excited about 2024 and all the things that are going on in the ministry. So make sure you're on our email list so you can get all the latest uh, communications about the movie and about uh, our partnership with the local church and about this summit as well. So so we're, we're really excited. Thanks. This is going to be a really big year in the history of this ministry. So again, my name is Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.